On today's episode of Certified Mama's Boy, you are going to hear a joke that one of our listeners wants to tell a funeral. Okay, Now, if you're extremely sensitive, this may not be the episode for you, but he's genuinely curious. If he tells this joke about a person that has just departed from the planet, uh, will this be offensive to those people that are around him? That is today on Ask My Mom on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hello. Yep. It's uh, it's me, friend Steve Kramer. How are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I am Steve Kramer, obviously. Just said that a second ago. Uh, we have three principles on this podcast. It's live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Breaking news as of time of recording is that Bill Gates and his wife, Melinda, is it Melinda, Melinda Gates? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are filing for divorce after 27 years. I'm wow. so sad about that. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. anything about their personal relationship, but oh my God, they have done so much good for the world. I mean, they, well, they basically were responsible for eradicating polio. You uh, you have a, a, a piece mean, of him in you right now. Um, a yes. microchip from Bill I, Gates has been it, implanted into your skin. Yes. And anyone who has that, that's a joke, Mom. You don't really have a piece I, of that. I do get it. I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. It's a vaccine. Um, yeah, but there's they, not, by the way. I need to make sure that's very clear because someone's going to hear that and say, oh, that Nancy oh, yeah. didn't laugh, so it must be true. Oh, there's yeah. not a no. microchip in your skin if you get a no, vaccine. there is not. And I'm going to get no. an email and it's going to be like, why would you no. say that? About it? There is definitely not a microchip and the government is not following you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. It's just, it's your cell phone. It's just not just, uh, well, nothing, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. but there's nothing inside your body. All right. <laughs> um, no, but I, listen, I, I want to talk about marriage today mm. and, um, and kind of break it down. Something I was thinking about talking about on yesterday's show, but I was like, eh, maybe not. Cause I don't know how I feel about marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are 27 years later. Right. Mm-hmm. And, they're getting divorced. Who knows how much they're worth? I mean, I don't, I don't know their net worth. Well, but he's worth $124 billion. Okay. He so, is. I mean, honestly, at, at what point does it not even matter? You know what I mean? Like, who cares? At some point, like, you're so damn rich. Does it really even matter how much no. money you're going to get in a divorce? You know what I mean? No. Um, I guess not. I, I never had that problem. But what I was thinking about here is I, I started thinking about it this weekend because, you know, I told you that that friend that I met on Instagram had come and she had visited. In case you weren't here yesterday's show – Met a girl on Instagram, just became friends, and then we started talking, and then we're like, hey, like we should meet up and just hang out sometime. The problem is she lives in California. I live in Maryland. We were like, is it, would it be so super crazy if we just like met up? She flies for free. We did it this weekend. It was so fun. We had such a good time. Um, completely platonic. Just good old friend. It's the weirdest way ever to meet a friend. Um <laughs> Across, you know, we live in the same city for five years. We just never knew each other. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, she is also divorced. And yeah. so we started talking about marriage. And I I don't know. I, I am afraid that I am becoming way marriage phobic. And when you see couples constantly getting divorced, right? Mm-hmm. Like you saw the, this couple. They're out here doing great things in the world. They're doing amazing. They're like, yay, yay. Like how? 
in the world, and it happens all the time. It doesn't have to be famous people. It happens all the time. Like some of your friends, you're, in the, you're like, oh, that's that. They're the happiest couple. I've never seen two happy, better humans, uh, better aligned with each other. And then all of a sudden, they post, you know, they post a picture last week from their vacation um, to uh, Cabo, and they're so happy next to each other. And like a week later, you find out they're getting divorced, and you're like, what? Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? Um, I I think I'm becoming marriage phobic. I think I'm becoming way marriage phobic of like, um, I wasn't even going to mention this on the podcast because I was so proud of myself for not mentioning it on the podcast. And actually, <laughs> yes. and not now you even, are? well, not this, no, because Friday's show was my three year anniversary of my divorce. Yes. And I know and you didn't mention it. I didn't even mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because honestly, in time of recording, I didn't even think about it. Mm. Uh, when April 30th rolled around, I remembered it and I was like, oh my God, April 30th. Like I'm I, all day. I was thinking, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. What am I missing? April 30th, April 30th, something happened. It's my birthday. I was like, oh my God. Like, really? This is the day I got, I got, well, this is the day that she, I found out she was cheating on me and she left April 30th, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been three years and I was going to mention it on Monday's show, but I'm like, you know, what? I kind of like not, it's kind of been nice not to even like deal with it anymore. It's like such a small mm. part of my life now. Like the fact yes. that I didn't think about it. Cause typically, you know, the first year I was like counting down to it. Oh, and the second mm-hmm. year I was like, okay, well it's coming up April 3rd. And then like this year I just didn't even think about it, which is great by the way. So good. like what a great healing process. Like we're making, you know. Moving on with life, awesome, right? Yes. But here we are three years removed. And I don't think that I'm anywhere near pro-marriage that I was three years ago. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, did, I just am afraid that I've kind of lost faith in marriage. Well, you just hit the nail on the head. You said you're afraid. You're afraid to enter into a relationship that may lead to marriage. And you and you have to overcome that fear because Well, I don't have first off, I don't have to. And that's that's something that I've realized too, is like you don't have to get married. No. Like uh, no, uh, one that's thing that true. I've really been one thing I've really been focused on recently too, just personally, nothing we've really talked about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just kind of doing this my own my own thing is like just really like Everything that I say and I do, I really try to think through it. Like mm-hmm. I really try to like think through everything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about like, do I have to get, do I have to be in a relationship ever again? I mean, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Do I want to? Yeah, one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't have to. Like if I never did it again, it's not like the world comes to an end. Mm-hmm. The That's only time the, the world comes to an end is when cicadas come. That's the only time the world actually comes <laughs> to an end. Okay. You know? I hope not because they're not- coming. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't have to, you know, I don't have to do anything. No. Um, so I try not to put that pressure on myself, but I'm, I'm just like, I feel I'm at a point where I'm like, everybody gets divorced. So what's the point? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like everybody well, gets, like, I think when you're in a relationship with someone, you, the two of you that you truly love and that some with someone who truly loves and adores you, that the two of you will decide what's best for you in your life. And you're right. You don't have to be married. I know a lot of people, especially older people, that live together for many, right. many, many years and never get married after being married for you know hundreds of years to someone before. Um, financially, it's usually a better deal for both of them not to. Right. Uh huh. So, but you know, there's no judgment on that because you know what's important is that you have someone that loves you and that you love in return. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's what matters. I don't know. I'm just um I'm just been thinking about that recently of like yeah. how do I ever and I love to talk to divorced people that got back into relationships mm-hmm. afterwards and like what mm-hmm. was that? Like was it you? Because here's my fear, and I'm just gonna say this very point blank. There's some people I feel like just need to be in relationships, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And they jump from one like right into like, oh, another. I got divorced, mm-hmm. and then like, oh my god, I met my soulmate, and then mm-hmm. like it was like it was like three weeks later. How crazy! Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm talking about the people that like literally like took a little bit of time to like get their lives together. Yeah. Because the more I get my life together, the more I'm like, I marriage is like more scary than ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I do have my life together now. Right. Maybe because I don't need anyone to come and like rescue me. Like right. I've kind of figured out how to be independent. Yes. And so we're like before, it's like, oh my God, like, how am I ever going to live life without a partner? Not how to clean your house, but you figured out how to take yeah, care I mean, of that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not how I to cook, out, but you figured no. out how to take care of that too. Figured out how to supplement, though. I'll tell you that. That's exactly what I did. Just figured out how to supplement where I needed it, right? That's right. Um, right now, I can afford to. So, I don't know. If this radio thing falls apart, I may need to get be another relationship. But, but we I, humans need each other. We truly well, I do. Mean, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with needing somebody. Right. You know, like, I'm, yeah. I think I'm at a point now where I'm ready to, like, start dating again. I, I always said, yeah. like, today, actually, Monday... Record uh-huh. time, time recording is like my my day of like re-entering the dating world. Yes. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Like I'm just thinking about it, and it still sounds terrible to me. Well, uh, at least I, you're I'm, open. You're open to it now because you yeah. had the vaccine. Like if something Before fell in my it lap, was like uh-uh, no, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So anyway, I don't know. I'd like to talk to married people, uh, remarried people, and like, what was it? Like, what was it where you finally were like? Yeah, like I do want to do this again. Like I do mm-hmm. want to give this another chance. And again, like if you hop from one marriage to another, I'm, I, I hope it works out. It's great. I'm not no judgment here, mm-hmm. but just for people that like kind of digested their life a little bit, mm-hmm. and then are like, "Hey, you know, like, do I want to do this again? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like now, now that the storm is calm, do I want to do this again? And maybe that's kind of where it's at. I got, I got a calm ocean right now. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still yeah. trying to get my feet planted from the last storm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, but I'm good. Like I'm, I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, like I got a job right now. Mm-hmm. Um, got my house set up, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the way you to making get friends. Out and make new friends. Now. Yeah. Like I got, mm-hmm. I got a vaccine. Like that's yeah. cool. I don't know. I'm just thinking about that. This just kind of popped in my head, but anyway, three years, yeah, three years, three years divorced. How about that? And it didn't even yeah. phase me. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it I did, did. Like it um, did. It did. I didn't even think. I promise you, I didn't even think oh, about you it. Mean I did now. not. Yeah. No, I did not. Right, did right, not right. even like. I thought you meant in the beginning. I was like, no, no. it didn't even. No, like I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about like like that day. Like I didn't didn't like associate that day until like I really had to think hard about it. You know. Yes. Well, I so. I as your mom, am extremely proud of you for all Oof. the work you have done. It has been a long, hard journey. You have really taken the time to discover who you are and what you bring to relationships and what you need in relationships. And there is no greater gift we can give ourselves than knowing those things. Yep. Yep. It's just beautiful. So kudos to you, honey. Love you forever. Thank you. Love (laughs) you. All right. Let's get into our, our quote for today. Okay. 
Our sweet fan Carissa brought it to our attention that it's Teacher Appreciation Week. And oh my God, if anyone needs to be appreciated, it's teachers. After all they've been through in the pandemic with, oh my God, with, you know, homeschool and then in school and out of school and, you know, that's still going on. So if you are a teacher and you are still there, God bless you (laughs) because that has been really tough. It's been really challenging. And being a teacher under normal circumstances is challenging enough. So there's a wonderful quote from Dan Rather. The dream begins most of the time with a teacher who believes in you, who tugs and pushes and leads you on to the next plateau, sometimes poking you with a sharp stick called truth. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Can you think of teachers in your life, Steve, that have done that for you? Well, I feel better. For, I feel better for every teacher that ever had me. Um, <laughs> oh, especially like high school on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Including Patsy Burgess, who threatened to come to your door and wake you up when you didn't show up for school. Yeah, it was, it was kind of terrible because I had <laughs> My best friend's mom is a teacher, and that's just a really bad combination. I mean, I hated school. I hated school so much. I can't tell you how much I hated going to school. You did. You did. I never liked it. I don't think a day of school did I enjoy. I enjoyed, like, when I got into theater, uh, I enjoyed doing that. And, like, I remember liking, like, everything I liked about school is stuff I'm doing now, you know? Like, I liked being on the morning news team when I was in elementary school that uh-huh. was fun for me uh-huh. um when i was in middle school we did we had something we had like a video production team <laughs> yes panther productions yeah love that mr rooks <laughs> um and then in theater i mean in high school i loved going to theater you know miss peverly oh yeah um but everything else i hated i hated school but there are definitely <laughs> like there are definitely certain teachers that i can remember um that really i feel like made a, a big impact on my life um, you know, back to Miss Knutson. What, oh my God! Was that kindergarten or pre-K? That was actually readiness. Oh yeah, readiness. It was, it was for dumb then, kids that couldn't go. Like, no, I intentionally yeah. put you in there because you had a June birthday, and instead dumb. of being <laughs> instead of being one of the youngest in your classes. You would have been one of the older ones, and that's what I wanted for you and, and your brother. And that's terrible, by the way. Like, whose parent thinks they should give them an extra year of school that they already hate? No. Like, think about that for a second. It like that's good for you. What a terrible thing. What, what, that's maybe the worst. That's probably the meanest thing you've ever done to me. No. There's an extra year true. of school. Well, also, like, I went to a preschool that was a Bible preschool. Yeah. And so, like, I, and, and that was for kindergarten too, right? Like, yes. I went there for, for kindergarten. Yes. So, I feel like the only answer I had for anything was Jesus. They'd be like, what's <laughs> that's the answer? What's two times four? I'd be like, Jesus. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> How do you tie your shoe? Jesus. Um, and so I probably didn't have that's the basic right. skills. I'd probably not have the basic <laughs> skills. I just had to have faith that I'd be able to pass school. That's right. Um, and you did. Yeah. But I remember I remember her. Um, and then I remember, of course, um, well, yeah, Miss Miss Burgess, who <laughs> yeah. was my friend, my eighth grade teacher, who was also my my best friend. It was really like another mom to you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really... <laughs> 
precarious <laughs> situation. Uh, Cause like, it would be, be like, think about this because they were like my best friends. Right. So it was twins. It was two twins, Tom and Dan, right? You hear me talk about Dan a lot. Yes. Tom actually texts me by the way. Tom actually listens to the podcast. I didn't know that. So shout oh, out Tom. Fun. Shout yeah. out to Tom. I don't, I don't keep up with Tom as much. Tom is, um, uh, Dan's twin. They're twins, right? So we're best friends. Yeah. And so eighth grade rolls around and I find out that their mom's my freaking teacher. So imagine this, like <laughs> you go to school all day and she was tough too. She wasn't, I don't, I don't remember her being too easy on me. Uh-uh. And, um, then you go home and like, you just want to hang out with your friends and your teacher shows up. <laughs> or like, you're at her house. Yeah. Like you're at your teacher's house. And she like comes down and we go, Hey, like, what's up? Do you have your homework? And like, things like the dynamic of that, here? you know, like it was a very, <laughs> very bizarre situation. Like we probably, in hindsight, we probably should have changed classes, you know, like that was, <laughs> yes. Probably a conflict of interest of some sort. <laughs> and then in high school, this woman named uh, Gina Peverly. Oh, so Who was great. just, uh, wow, she was she was my, my uh, theater teacher. Yes. And uh, probably had a million reasons to give up on me, <laughs> but she just never did. No, um, she loved and I would you fight. so much. Oh, we would fight. We would fight. <laughs> um, I, remember, I remember this one time. I don't remember what happened. Uh, we were, it was during the, my senior year performance of Greece and <laughs> that she put you in the lead role for, yep, and, and you worked all summer to lose weight, to look yep, your very best. Yep. And then, yeah, um, you did. she, um, I don't remember what happened. I just remember she was like, get outside. And we were, we got into something. I said something back to her smart and she's like, get outside. We like had to go out in the hallway and I don't remember what happened, but I just remember like, wow, that was a pretty intense exchange between a, with a teacher. I remember dad one time had to call her. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. I have to have dad Why tell that story. I don't remember. He had to, he had to like call her about something because he was, she was like being too tough on me. I thought, no, <laughs> this is like early on in our career, maybe like sophomore year. Like, no. I guess I was with, she was the only, she was a drama teacher. Right. So yeah. we had her. But I'll tell you what, she was such a uh, a big, a big, big part of my high school experience. And mm-hmm. she had so many positives. She mm-hmm. believed in me. She gave me so many opportunities. She yes. let me be super creative. Yes. Um, she called me on my bullshit, yes. which was needed because nobody really called me on my bullshit. Yes. Um, she may be the first person actually to call me on my bullshit. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I really, she just added me on my. No, she was the second one. The first one was was Patsy Burgess. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. (laughs) My best friend's mom slash teacher. Small town. Um, So, yeah, no, but she was like really influential to me. So I just, I don't know. Do you, do you still have teacher's mom 68 years later that you, you think about? You know, the one name. Yeah. Joanne Wells. I mean, I can remember her so, so well because... What, what teacher was she? What year? She was my English lit teacher in my senior year in high school. And okay. I'll tell you the sharp stick of truth she gave me. Um, it was, you know, the last part of our senior year. And I had been taking, leaving school early to take my mother to chemotherapy treatments for several months and she was the first person who said who said to me that my mother was dying mm. and i mean that was so shocking at the time right but what a gift that was because within a month my mother died wow 
And we didn't talk about that in our family. And of course, I was in denial about how sick she was. Right. Even though I was leaving school to take her to chemotherapy. Right. And the way she said it was, I know this summer is going to be tough for you without your mother. Mm. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, your mother won't be here this summer. Wow, that's how you, that's how you found out? Well, that was the reality of it. Oh, I yeah. mean, that was the reality that my family didn't talk about. Right. And I loved her for that because Mm -hmm. she had lost her husband who was an electrician and had had actually been in an accident on the job and was electrocuted Mm -hmm. that same year. So I had known her grief going through that. She had shared that with us. So I knew she knew the significance of losing someone so important in your life. Right. And she knew I was in denial about it. Mm-hmm. And what a gift. I mean, talk wow. about a sharp stick called truth. Yeah, no joke. But what a gift. Right. Because I was somewhat prepared at that point. Um, but yeah, I will always love and adore her for that. It's cool. You know, it's cool to, and thank you to all the teachers, especially this last year. Like, oh, yeah. What an underpaid, underappreciated uh, profession. Gosh, yes. Um, but, but obviously, you know, we still remember these people to today. Can't right. remember a lot of people from my childhood, but there's definitely a few that pop up in my mind were my teachers. That's so right. that's right. There you go. Thank you all so much. Uh, you know, deal, talking about death here, um, we uh, that's it's a hard thing to sort through, right? Or have divorce. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, in these last three years, I have done a lot of work on myself. It's not just something that just gets better over time, unfortunately. No. Uh, but what you what you do is you, you hopefully use the counseling of somebody else. Um, listen. There's so many different ways. I just I don't want to be like, listen, the only thing you need to do is, is go get go get therapy. I, for me, therapy is fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but, you know, let's maybe start with a self-help book, you know. Uh, but I really hope that when the time is right, you'll know when it's right. Like that, that little voice in the back of your head is like, do I need professional help with this? That's when I hope that you'll think about better help. Better help is online therapy and counseling that you can do from the comfort of your home. I mean, you can literally log in and within 24 hours, you start communicating with a therapist. Don't run around town trying to find somebody driving yourself crazy. Go to betterhelp.com and just look for uh, just just look for a, th- a person that maybe specializes in depression if you think you're going through that or stress, anxiety, relationship issues, sleeping, trauma, divorce, uh, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief and self-esteem or just maybe you don't even know why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And that's fine too. So you got to start somewhere. Uh, listen, so many people are trying better help right now. The online therapy that it's, and by the way, done it twice now. So good. Paid for it out of pocket. I love it so much. Uh, so many people have been using better help that they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 States. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. I mean, so many people I know have tried it. It's not something that they post about publicly. You know, like I get a lot of DMs about it or text messages, phone calls. Um, the people that have tried it and they've had a lot of success with it. So you'll know when the time is right or you'll know a friend that needs it. And when it is, hopefully you'll join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Also, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Canva Pro. Canva Pro is the easy-to-use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro. Whether you're a professional designer or just getting started, Canva Pro can help you boost your team's 
productivity and creativity. Or maybe you're like me. I don't have a team. I am the team. It's me. Hi. Well, my mom's my team, but mom, I can't really <laughs> if I ask you to go design something that might be. Yeah, uh, no, please don't. I just, I just imagine just sometimes getting the computer to turn on is, um, is half of the, half the battle <laughs> of this podcast. True. So I can just imagine, Mom, could you go, go, could you go design a flyer for us? Um, no, it would not be worth the frustration. It'd be, yeah, it'd be bad. So that's what Canva Pro is. Canva Pro is everything you need in one place, including over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, graphics. My favorite thing is I can get, literally get an Instagram graphic done in like minutes with Canva Pro. And like everything you need, the fonts. The, um, the the graphics, every the, the the logos, everything you need is right there. You don't got to go search. Don't be don't be downloading Google Images. That's illegal. Don't do that. Instead, use Canva Pro. Okay, uh, there you go. So if you want a free extended trial of it, forty. And by the way, you can be like, no, not really. It doesn't sound like something good for me. Can you go support our podcast and just go try it for forty five days for free? Uh, it means a lot. When you join, uh, we get credit for it, and that's what matters. See, if you do like, you might like, you may actually use it more than you think you would. Design Like a Pro with Canva Pro right now. You get a 45-day extended trial for free when you use the promo code. Just go to canva.me slash Kramer and get your 45-day free extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot me slash Kramer. Canva.me slash Kramer. All right, ask my mom in just a couple of seconds, and we're going to talk about a funeral joke. Is this appropriate or not? Uh, before we get to it, um, hi, certified fans. Welcome mm-hmm. to this episode of Certified Mama's Boys. We get close mm-hmm. to 1 million downloads. Wow. As we get close to 300 episodes. How uh, close are we to 1 million downloads, by the way? Can I be honest with you? I had to stop looking at it. Oh, I need to go check because it was I literally see. driving me. It was like, I. there's two things that give me massive amounts of anxiety. Okay. Checking my checking account and checking how how the downloads are doing. Oh. Uh, we had okay. two spring break weeks, <laughs> which were uh-huh. tough. Oh, and yeah. so every time we have a down week, it just gets in my head and I can't perform right. So mm-hmm. can't come on here and be excited about the podcast. We have an well, off week. Well, you know, yesterday was one month from your birthday. Today actually is my recording, but yeah, when you listen to this, it will be yesterday. Um, yeah. So we have a month. My goal was to have a million downloads by your birthday. Oh, June 3rd. That's my goal. Okay. okay. Come on, fans. I, I, yeah, yeah. For sure. We're, we're, we're probably very close. Honestly, I'll look at it this week. I just was not in a good emotional space. I'm to coming do so to Baltimore recently. to celebrate with you. That's right. We I know. We want to celebrate a million downloads. So thank you for checking out the episodes. Um, if you have, you have missed an episode or two, you can go check it out. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. We're trying to mm-hmm. say hi to certified fans. Oh, that's Thank true. you for all the certified fans. We <laughs> love you. You're the best. You're the greatest. People that we can just do. donate. It's just a $5 a month donation. And when you do, uh, we give you all kinds of perks and new perks coming, by the way. Chance to win 100 bucks, $100 Mondays, which may launch this Monday, by the way. But no. you know what? With my life right now, I don't like to commit to anything. Relationships <laughs> or new, per- new things for our, our podcast. <laughs> I just don't like to let anybody down. Just stay so, tuned. Hopefully this Monday will be hundred dollar Mondays, and uh, that'll be fun for you to be able to win a hundred bucks uh, every chance to win hundred bucks every Monday. Do um, I run out of money? Uh, so there you go. But certified fans, we just so we thank you, and when there's a new one, we welcome you to the podcast with a whoop whoop. And if we don't have somebody new, we just go back and we thank somebody that's been here for a while. So mom, nobody new today, but we can thank somebody that's been here for a while. Let's do number seventy seven zero. Certified fan number 70 is Gabby S. Gabby S. Gabby S. lives in San Isidro, California. Gabby. She has been a certified fan since the 6th 
of June. Oh, so we're coming literally so on day of release almost 11 months now. So almost. Gabby, that's amazing. Thank you so much for being a certified fan. For you, here's a bonus whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop. And to uh, Gabby. Love to um, l- welcome you to the certified fam next week. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, tomorrow's episode by uh, just texting the word fan. Uh, what was it? Fan. Fans. F A N S. Got to remember so many damn shows. I'm like, Not which fam. one is it? No, fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer 8. It's a huge help. So thank you. Also, I need to thank you in a very big way. Um, there's some there's some clients that mean a lot to me. I mean, all of them are are great products, don't get me wrong. Some some come and go, you know, some are uh drop in for a season or two or a you know, a month and just advertise and they leave and um, they just need maybe a short run, you know, for whatever they're promoting. A lot of holiday, you know, we had a lot of new people around the holidays and then they were right. just there for the holiday sales. Um, there's been one that there's two actually that mean a lot to me. Uh, those two advertisers are Bear and Bloom mm-hmm. and Bubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are two that, um, with the help of uh, my friend Ashley, we were able to recruit as our very first two advertisers, first certified mama's boy. And, um, you guys latched onto them. You tried their products. You loved it. Um, and I was extremely happy to find out that Bubs has renewed their contract Oh yay, and they Bubs. will be back and, uh, back in action. And, um, because of you, because they said like, there's so many people at the podcast that use Bubs. This is not a commercial by the way, uh, but I just <laughs> found out literally about an hour before we started the podcast today. Oh, and so, so really glad. what this is, is just a thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like that's a product that I truly believe in Me uh they're too. also a, a smaller but they're so they're getting a lot bigger now you're getting a lot Thank bigger goodness. over the last year you know yeah um, good. so i'm just i'm extremely thankful for anyone that's tried bubs uh, i hope that you'll keep using their products they're great they're great people they have a great mission which was really important to me when we started talking to mm-hmm. advertisers and I hope that you'll, um, you know, go try them out. But thank you. I mean, this is, they'll, they'll be on basically now for a full year uh, at the end of this. So, oh, so that's good. really, Love really endorsing awesome. Them. But it's because so many of you try the product and you love it. And uh, so thank you. There you go. All right. Ask my mom time. So on Tuesday and Thursday, we do an advice segment. And oh, I cannot believe it's only Monday right now. When we're recording this, it's Monday, you know. <laughs> I am so tired. I um, know. You had a long weekend, had a long weekend with no naps. I know. Uh, Just all then, fun. Do you ever like lay down so excited for something like either to go to sleep at night or take a long nap? Like today, I actually moved. I had an appointment, a really long appointment. Uh, and Jess and I were talking. We're like, mm, maybe we just try to move that to Thursday because we're tired today. Mm. And we did. And so I'm like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take the world's best nap today. Mm. I had plenty of time to lay down and like actually nap. Mm-hmm. I maybe slept for like 20 minutes. No, oh, I hate that. <laughs> the worst. Oh, so anyway, bad. Uh, yeah, so it, it is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Ask Moms an advice segment we do every Tuesday and Thursday. If you ever want to be on the, on the segment, by the way, no matter what it's about, basically where you come, you ask my mom a question you need some advice on, and the podcast family can jump in. I'll jump in too and try to help you sort things out. You can always email me. That's probably the easiest way. That guy Kramer at gmail.com. And then uh, we'll sort it out. All right, mom, you ready? Ready. Let's go. One of my best friends has just passed away after a long battle with complications from a rare disease. Really sorry, by the way. He had been confined to a wheelchair for the last 10 years, but even with all he's been through, he always kept his sense of humor and was as sharp as can be. 
His body just gave out on him. His wife has asked me to speak at his memorial service, and I'm honored. I want to honor him, and especially how he loved life and had such a great sense of humor. And I want to tell a story that he and I laughed about for years. He and his wife lived in a second-floor apartment, and there was no elevator. This was fine until he was confined to his wheelchair, and they had to move. But it took a couple of months. During that time, the only way he could get outside was if someone carried him down the stairs, then carried his wheelchair down for him. I was happy to do it whenever I could. The first time we did it, his wife was really nervous and kept saying, Oh, be careful, be careful, don't hurt him, don't drop him. Finally, I stopped on the landing and said, What if I did? The guy's already in a wheelchair. What's the worst that could happen? My buddy thought it was hilarious, <laughs> it and funny. eventually so did his <laughs> wife. It was a running joke with us for a decade. I want to tell that story. His wife has no problem with it and thinks it's a great idea. The problem is my <laughs> wife. She thinks it's insensitive, and people who don't know me or my buddy well will think it's mean. I want to tell it, and I think and think I should. But if I do, I may end up with a problem at home. What should I do? <sighs> oh my goodness, God love it's pretty you. Pretty funny. It really pretty is. funny. Pretty pretty it funny. It really is. Uh, well, I don't know. How do we feel about jokes at funerals? You know, I mean, honestly, I'm in a funeral. I can't remember what was the last funeral I went to. Granny, probably my grandma. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, because when Aunt Fran died, she was before, right? Uh-huh. I don't think I've been to a funeral since since Granny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. How do we feel about jokes at funerals, Mom? Or like, how does that one? Because I mean, obviously, I laughed out loud. Uh-huh. Um, how do you feel about that? Here's what I think about it. I think that humor is grace, and I think that it is so wonderful <laughs> to celebrate life. Yeah. And that is so meaningful to share his great sense of good humor and the close relationship that you all had. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. It takes the stress off the sadness of losing him and just brings joy to the celebration of his life. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry to say to his wife. But I do believe that's a wonderful story that would be great to share. I'm, really I'm genuinely do. curious how that how that hit you in the first place. Um, like when you heard that joke, imagine being at a funeral. Say it again, Mom. Oh goodness gracious! Hold on, now I've moved. Sorry, that's okay. okay. I, I want you, I, just, I want everyone to like get their their visual headspace here for a second, okay. right? Okay. And you're goes. sitting around and like you're at a funeral and like it's real sad. And then somebody says this. Mm-hmm. He and his wife lived in a second floor apartment and there was no elevator. This was fine until he was confined to his wheelchair and they had to move. But it took a couple of months. During that time, the only way he could get outside was if someone carried him down the stairs, then carried his wheelchair down for him. I was happy to do it whenever I could. The first time we did it, his wife was really nervous and kept saying, oh, be careful, be careful, don't hurt him, don't don't drop him. 
Finally, I stopped on the landing and said, what if I did? The guy's already in a wheelchair. What's the worst that could happen? My buddy thought it was hilarious. I said, I thought that would stop there. Eventually, so did his wife. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. I think it's funny. (laughs) To me, it would be fine, but I'm a little irreverent sometimes. You know, I don't ever try to use my weird sense of humor towards um, other people's situations. But if you're asking me, I I was telling my friend this weekend because I'm really bad about losing things. I'm so absent-minded. I lose everything. Literally, her and I were walking over to the aquarium this weekend. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh no, we were walking back from lunch. And I was like, oh my God. I like grabbed my chest and I was like, oh my God. I left my, I think I left my sunglasses at the, uh, at the restaurant, you know, because like, I usually wear them around oh, my shirt collar, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh damn it. We'd already walked for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. Okay. Sorry. We're gonna have to go back. She's like, you're literally wearing your sunglasses. <laughs> Like I was literally wearing them. So I, I want to I make this statement on, on the on the um, on the podcast too. Um, I I am completely okay with jokes. Honestly, Mom, you have to promise me this. You have to promise me. If I die Uh-oh. before you do, if I Uh-oh. die before you do, oh, heaven forbid. Um, so yeah, right. But if it happens, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, ch- chances are I won't. Okay, mm-hmm. but if I do, or whoever's listening right now, well, I want to make mm-hmm. this is this is my living will right here. And by the okay. way, this is how people die. I feel like this is like setting me up for death right now. Mm-hmm. There was the weirdest. I'll tell you a radio story in a second about death. Um, uh, when I die, I really want my tombstone just mm-hmm. to say, "Where's my tombstone?" <laughs> oh God! Because <laughs> literally, if you know me well enough. I lose. I'm always like, wait, where's my keys? Where's my wallet? Where's my this? Where's that? Where are my shoes? Where's my this? Where's the gym pass? Where's oh, this? Where's my glass of water? Where's this? Where's I'm so absent minded. I can't promise you that. I really just wanted to say, where's my tombstone? But we don't have to worry because I'll die before you. So yeah. I so re- Tom and Dan or whomever is listening. Yeah. I wanted just to say, where's my tombstone? Um, the reason I always get weird about talking about death is there was a a, a legendary radio host out of Dallas uh, named Kid Craddock. Mm-hmm. And uh, he died of a stroke. Came out of nowhere. He was fifty, young fifties, right? Mm-hmm. And he, um, like, like a day or two before he died, they have just randomly done a bit about like, okay, let's all pretend that we're like on our deathbeds and like that we're giving our final goodbyes. Oh. Um, so that they had like a ventilator music or like sounds and like I don't remember the, exactly the reason why they did it. I don't. Oh. There's probably a reason of why they decided to do it. But like, then he died like two days later or something. It was like, whoa, that's crazy. So oh. everybody talking about death and like, this could be the last time I'm hurt oh, from. That's so scary. But this is fine. Listen, if I do pass away, I want my tombstone to say, where's my tombstone? <laughs> um, because why not? Why not laugh in death? I, I'm completely fine with it. Yes. Um, I was thinking actually about setting up a poll to vote on this so that mm-hmm. we can actually have like a little, I can send these results over to them. Mm-hmm. Can you just text the word funeral? F U R E. Ooh, funeral. <laughs> F-U-N-E-R-A-L. Okay, thank you. F, what is it? F-U-N-E-R-A-L. See, it has the word fun in it. It's like uh-huh. you need That's to be having right. fun at funerals, exactly. you know? Exactly, yeah. Can you text the word funeral to, and, and good luck spelling it, to um, <laughs> 888-Kramer8, and let's do a poll. It's going to send you back a poll and ask you, do you think it's funny or do you think it's not? And then we'll um, we'll kind of go from there. Mm. And I hope you'll let us know how it goes. Uh, I do too. I I, I yeah. kind of wonder how it goes. So, yeah. um, all right, mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. 
All right, this is the good news. We do it at the end of the show. It's good stuff going on in the world. Because, like, there's a lot of crap stuff going on in the world, but we're not going to focus on that. Wouldn't it be terrible? If it did? Here's the bad news. <laughs> Here's the bad news that's going on in the world today. No, no, no. There's plenty of that. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, James Booth's car was stolen last week. While uh, well, he was obviously super upset about this, he was so bummed he lost his gray 2008 Dodge Caliber. But honestly, what he was more concerned about was what was inside. This Navy vet's therapy dog, whose name is Ladybug, was actually taken with the car. And now he was afraid he's never going to be able to get Lady back back, right? She's a uh, pit bull and retriever mix. Uh, Sharpay pit bull and retriever mix. He's had for now for 10 years. So this Minnesota man says his worries were that he'd obviously never see ladybug again he was like losing sleep at night his search for her actually got a boost though from the saint paul police department who posted on social media about this missing dog and asked the public for help finding her then a few days later guess what they got a call from someone who actually saw the colon the stolen car and reported it so officers show up they actually found the dodge with ladybug inside a woman had actually been or actually did get arrested for the situation. Ladybug was brought back with the car. Obviously, he is extremely grateful. Our, James, our friend James is extremely grateful and ready to spoil his pup. He said, we're going to go get you a big old steak. That's the first thing he said. So they are back together as of the time you're listening to this podcast. Atlanta fam, I don't know if you heard this good news. Uh, there, we talked a while ago about... Uh, the Atlanta Girl Scouts, they were sitting on like 7,000 boxes of unsold cookies. Happy to report, though, there's actually some good being done with them. Cookie sales were down this year, which left the troop with about $3 million in leftover cookie inventory. But the leader of the Georgia's DeKalb County actually came up with a plan to donate some of them. So the county had purchased 20,000 boxes of cookies, and they're actually going to be giving them to family in needs. Since the beginning of the pandemic, DeKalb County has been providing fresh foods and vegetables to families struggling with, with uh, food insecurities. But now they're prepared for Mother's Day to distribute the uh, cookies with the boxes of food. That's cool, right? For Mother's Day. Um, if you want to hear from the CEO, he said it's a great idea to help the Girl Scouts at the same time support and provide those uh, provide a treat for those fighting to keep food on the table. So that's cool. Help the Girl Scouts. I didn't realize it was down. the sales were down that bad, though, but... It's kind of a lot going on in the world right now, wouldn't you say? It's getting better, though. I feel like it is. A little bit. Day by day. Back to normality. Um. Okay. Today for Made Me Laugh. Listen, yeah, put the fun back in funeral. Put the fun back in funeral. Because, honestly, here's the deal. I, I don't... I, I want my funeral... I, I mean, I want people to be sad, so I know y'all like, miss me. Here's the thing. I want it to be funny, though, too. We need to be able to... My, in my opinion, we need to be able to laugh about this. So, uh, Chris Howard, though. Uh, same... He's a comedian. Same viewpoint as me. And today's made me laugh. And funerals are weird anyway. I don't like funerals. Funerals are designed from the very beginning to make you feel really awful and powerless. Nobody ever feels good going to a funeral. They make the family show up for the pre-party to make sure they can make you adequately upset before the guests arrive so that the scenery's all set. But I'm just saying, I, I think about weird things, and I think if you're going to taxidermy your loved ones and stick them in a lobby after you spray paint them and fill them full of dangerous chemicals, I mean, can't we think of something a little bit better than the dressed up and sleepy look? I'm just saying, offer some options. I'd like to see, you know, like, why not dress up granddad like Thor, fighting a grizzly bear and the thing, you know? Then you wouldn't be so upset at a funeral. It'd be kind of fun. Give you something to do, you know? You'd show up and you'd be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck that. When I die, I want to be dressed like Indiana Jones. 
or Han Solo in Carbonite. That's a no-brainer, right? None of this taking a nap in my Brooks Brothers bullshit. Yeah, like don't put me in Forever Twenty One clothes. But I have a cute outfit on. I swear, don't put me in a jank ass suit. All right. Love you so much. That's it for today's show. Got to get going. Dinner time. Uh, I love you. Uh, be so good. Tomorrow we're back with Moment Kramer History. Tuesday. Yes. Love you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.